0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now...
2: Can we agree on what the measurement is for fact in America circa 2023? What exactly is it? Is it the quality of life? Because anywhere these Democrats rule, the quality of life sucks. Is it the money? Here's an interesting statistic. Nine out of the ten states with the lowest unemployment rate. And the reason it's nine is because Colorado in 2020 was infiltrated by California morons. And forever put that in the Democrat column. However, the financial ramifications haven't hit California yet, but they will. Nine of the ten states with the lowest unemployment rates, all headed up by Republican governors. All ten of the states with the highest unemployment, the lowest quality of life, all ten, all led by the Democrat La Cosa Nosta, short-in-the-pants mafia. The Democrat Welfare Roach Army, soon behind. This is clear for all to see. What's Chicago's biggest problem? So it's been run by Democrats for what? 97 of the last 100 years. What's its biggest problem? It's a sewer of corruption. A hellhole. Now, I've got the cop killer, and we'll go over the fact that he's a gangster disciple, a Latin king. It's all scum to me. Pick your cartel terrorist group. It really doesn't matter to me. But one thing's for certain. I am not going to live around there, and I'm going to make sure no one in my family does. And I know every one of you feels the same way, even the ones who are stuck there. You feel the exact same way. But I'm here to tell you, wherever these Democrats are, it's all the same. Gatsangul.
3: I did talk to the team, and we have a couple of things that I just want to lay out for all of you and on what the D.C. bill does. It reduces maximum penalties uh, for offenses like murders and other homicides, armed armed home invasion burglaries, armed armed carjackings, as I mentioned, armed robberies, unlawful gun possession, and some uh, sexual assault offenses.
2: Oh, look at you. It's like Caligula. Go have a good time. You can be a pedophile, a rapist, you can be a carjacker, and you're going to do just fine. And they're never going to learn. They're never going to learn. And we start with breaking news at 9. I'm Corey McFerrin.
4: And I'm Don Hasbrook. A teenager has been charged in the murder of a Chicago police officer. Here he is,
2: 18-year-old Steven Montano. Now, wait a minute. He's a teenager now. 18 years old. But you're an adult at 18. I mean, we're sending teenagers to go fight the Democrat mafia wars, aren't we, all over the country? We've got tens of thousands of teenagers at the horn of africa killing people and getting killed how many guys we got in ukraine killing people and getting are they teenagers or are they men i don't like the way this is told by these idiots these talking head morons and i particularly don't like this cory guy with that bird face he's got going on shut up is charged
4: with first degree murder, along with weapons charges and charges related to the domestic violence call that brought Officer Andres Vasquez Lasso to the scene on South Spaulding Avenue. Montano was arrested at the scene after police say he shot Officer Vasquez Lasso in the face. He was also shot. He is in critical condition tonight. We-
2: oh, did, did you get his blue cross blue shield card? I'm assuming he's insured, right? Roaches. We've learned Montana was previously charged in connection with a shooting in Little Village last
5: summer and had his case dismissed in November after completing community service.
2: Three Latin King scum drug dealing roaches with face tattoos. Three. All had guns. Shoot out of the window. They catch him. And the government in the sewer of Chicago made sure to put the gun in the hand of the youngest one so he doesn't get the, bit, the most time. It's manipulation by lawyers. Boy, I hate them. Lawyers. It's manipulation. And this scum human being, scum, You got, what, 25 days? Ooh, 25 days of community service. Who was the lucky business that had this face tattoo roach in front of it picking up trash instead of a sign on his chest saying, I am the trash. The Cook
5: County State's Attorney's Office explained that at the time, Montano had no prior record. He was charged with misdemeanor resisting arrest after running from the car linked to a shooting and based on his age, offered an alternative to traditional prosecution. He completed 25 hours of community service. 25
2: hours. I said, they told me 25 hours. We got a time clock for those 25. Who, who, Who was the guy in charge? Let me guess. Did he look like our own little cream puff gym? 400 pounds of I'm not turning my head unless there's a cookie on my shoulder? Is that what we got going on? I say it is. In the meantime, the Democrat sewer areas are going to mimic those kind of laws and favoritism to scourge and scum that are destroying the tranquility. The only job the government has is to enforce laws to protect us. Because if this man would have been prosecuted in the proper fashion, the officer would be alive. But the Democrat mafia doesn't care about the officer. It doesn't care about the 700 and some people that are murdered every year in the once great city, now a sewer of corruption. It doesn't care. Because what it cares in, in this failure, is the money, money, money. And the next mayor, Brandon Johnson, led on to that on the Reed Show. What's her name? Joy Reed? Not much joy. Yeah, look, public
6: safety is um, top of mind of many people. Uh, My wife and I were raising our three children on the west side of Chicago in the uh, dynamic neighborhood of the Austin community, Uh, one of the largest concentration of black folks around the country. And though we love our community, it is one of the more uh, violent neighborhoods in the entire city of Chicago. And so um, we experienced this firsthand, raising three children there. And so um, between me and my opponent, um, no one has a greater incentive for the city of Chicago to be safe than um, someone who is raising a uh, family under those circumstances. Look, the bottom line is is that Paul Vallis, um, in the 90s, was in charge blah, of the budget blah, blah. of the Chicago Police What are you going to do about it, dummy? Budgetary um, uh, leadership within the city Mayor government. Tommy. And we are in the economic uh, crisis that we are experiencing right now because of um, his failures. In fact, I was in high school at the... Well,
2: you're in the economic crisis because of Paul Vallis' failures? You're in the economic crisis because you're 50 thieves who pretend to be aldermen and the mayor and the cook county commissioner you're on that board now i I don't know how many times you were caught in the parking lot of a forest preserve but the reality is these are your failings you and your mafia but i know i i something tells me i i I could guess what the answer is you want to bet squirrel i'll bet you five hundred dollars to a nickel they just need more money and more programs
6: Time in which um, he blew the budget, but he did it in Philadelphia. Um, he did it in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, shutting down schools, um, uh, the loss of black educators under his uh, reign. Um, he's been an absolute nightmare. But this is someone who is also identified uh, with the extreme right wing. Um,
2: once President Obama, uh, the first black president, was elected. Now, when he says right wing, does he mean me? Like how the, how the, uh, the guy who married the office, Tramp, uh, was talking about tos- What did, what did he call it? Toxic masculinity? Does he mean me? He must mean me. See, but he doesn't want his people to know that if you want to live under fear, surrounded by scum and gangs that thrive and are never prosecuted, stay Democrat. But you could look at the actual data and see that the best places to live, they're ruled, represented, the policies of, not the Democrats, anything but. But that's not what greases the wheels of the most connected And after all, you're in a city that not only coined the phrase, but everybody knows from the homeless to the illiterate to the lawyers. If you got clout, you're in on this scam.
6: Um, He said he identified more as a Republican. Uh, He said he was fundamentally opposed uh, to reproductive rights and abortion. Um, Here's someone who
2: has been embraced by leaders. Right there. So now this lowlife buffoon, politically connected asset of corruption he's going to tell you he cares about the kids but not the ones that the mothers want to kill see this is why it's pointless to talk about anything with these scourge because somebody's who's, whose base principle litmus test to be a Democrat you got to kill the kids baby and then we'll care about them how are we going to care about them well we're going to take money in their name useful idiots that they are and we're going to give it to those other fat people calling themselves teachers stretched out in those double XL shirts and then every few months when they need more we're going to march them around and when you pay $30,000, 35000 a year for them, it won't be enough. Don't worry. The kids aren't going to be able to read or do math, so they'll never wise up and learn how to read the facts that everywhere our party rules. It's all the same. Um, that has been
6: supportive of the January 6th um, insurrection. So um, he certainly uh, represents the most extreme aspect of the political dynamic in this, in, throughout the country. I, on the other hand, um, I'm doing what works. Um, The safest cities in America all have one thing in common, Joy. And what that is, is they invest in people.
2: No, 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 no. The safest cities all enforce laws and have jobs, you fracking moron. The most expensive failed cities all invest in programs, screw the people over, build the ghettos. But those politicians, you could spot them. They're the ones driving around in a Rolls Royce, a Mercedes-Benz in the ghetto, pretending to be down with the struggle. They're you. And so what my budget
6: plan does, which is balanced, I'm the only person who actually released one, I'm um, having passed
2: multi-billion dollar... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're talking real fast. See, Cook County's a sewer of corruption. So they balance the budgets by what? Speculating on how they're going to get revenue from taxation? But you're forgetting one thing, dummy. The 5 million vacant square feet of commercial real estate in what used to be the financial district. Not to mention... The not so magnificent mile, which looks a lot like it was on fire after O'Leary's cow kicked the lantern over. And you've got businesses leaving everywhere. There's fracking Democrats. Big businesses. Amazon refuses to move forward with distribution centers. Where? In Democrat sewers. How, how about Walmart?
1: Doors are closing at the only two Portland Walmarts and hundreds of customers are left finding a new place to shop.
2: Kind of like your ghettos, how you can't get a grocery store. Why? You had had Whole Foods go in. We all paid the money. Okay, here's the money. Go in. What happened? Ah, They lasted right up until the taxes kicked in. You moron. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep voting for this. But just on the county board, um, we get at the root causes
6: of of violence in the city of Chicago while also dealing with the immediate crisis. I,
2: I know what the root cause is. The root cause is you don't put them away when you catch them. The first, the second, the third, the fifth, the fiftieth. How many people were killed with ankle bracelets on, you stupid son of a dog? The root cause. Start putting people away who are committing crimes, idiot. Here, I can help you. I'll help you. Here's another place where it's fantastic to live, outside of where the Democrats run.
4: New at five, Governor Abbott signed an executive order today declaring drug cartels as terrorists during a roundtable in
7: Midland. The governor.
2: why, why, why hasn't Fetzo Chicago Fetzo in Illinois Pritzker, you look good. Really honest to God, nobody ever made a 62 suit with a 16 inch inseam. Look as good as you Fetzo. How come uh, he's not declaring the, the cartels as terrorists? How come nobody wants to talk about the killer of the cop, the 18 year old teenage boy? Latin king. Terrorist. Gangster disciple. Terrorist. How many other? They all, they all got stupid names now. Not like the old-fashioned days. El Rukins. You could just, real easy. El Rukins, Terrorists. Drug dealing, scourge, cartel-backed scum. Terrorists. How come you don't want to do that? Oh, I know why. You want to get along with them. And you need to build recruitment centers. And you'll have the people pay. We'll call it after-school programs. And we do that by
6: promoting uh, rank-and-file members to become detectives, 200 more. We do it by spending
2: to make sure that the... Cons- wait, 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 rank-and-file members to become detectives. Do we know for sure how many of the policemen that you've hired in the last four years? Do we know their background? And there's no affiliation with street gangs? Because I remember the cobblepot who just lost. Her big agenda was to expunge the records so that people could be cops and firemen and work in the government. Because, you know, after all, in these ghettos you build, that's the only business there is. I'm on to you, dummy. 312 642
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The
8: Answer. Fighters on the storm. I mean, it's, it's as
2: if it's the first day of society, the first day of mankind. I don't know what the problem is. Let's just throw money on it. That's why the goal of a Democrat is never to succeed. Never they need this and it goes all the way up to the top level
3: i did talk to the team and we have a couple of things that i just want to lay out for all of you and on what the dc bill does it reduces maximum penalties uh, for uh, offenses like murders and other homicides armed armed home invasion burglaries armed ja- armed carjackings as i mentioned armed robberies unlawful gun possession and some uh, sexual assault offenses
2: so what will deter those offenses then Hey, 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 dummy! Another moron. You're obviously not there because you're smart. Sideshow Bob. Well, then, what would deter somebody from doing? It? I mean, not everybody lives with me and put a put a thirty-eight in the ear of a perpetrator because I'm not calling the police. See, that's how my old neighborhoods work. That's how neighborhoods work. And what you're actually doing is incentivizing men. You know the task. Tosc- what do they call it? Toxic masculine men. Can we just talk about masculinity for a moment? Um, yeah. Now we're going to get advice from a guy who married a urinal cake. In the meantime. Men are not going to let their families be victimized. Real men. Like the Cleish brothers back in the neighborhood and a couple of my friends I grew up with. Kenny G, the rest of them. They're not going to allow it. So they're going to do one of two things. They're going to defend themselves, and they're smarter than the criminals. Or, or, they're going to pick up and move, which is the civilized way to get away from you rats. Because what you do has destroyed financial hubs from New York to Chicago. Destroyed them. But I know what your plan is there, too. That's why the developer in Winnetka threw the $5,000 a plate fundraiser for Lori Lightfoot. He didn't like the, he didn't want to ask her, hey, where do you get that man vest you got on? He didn't care about that. He knows what the plan is. You're going to turn those financial districts into Section 8 housing. Oh, yes, you are. And that's where the money comes in. I got you. Here, let's have
9: Joy Reid ask the question, even though I know the answer. You have a lot of African-American middle class folks moving out of Chicago due to things like, you know, uh, discrimination, um, uh, law and order issues, um, you know, multiple issues.
2: Now, Joy Reid is a race baiting pimp. She doesn't talk about people like they're individuals and she never does. That's not how any of the Democrats do. But none of that is true. They're leaving out because it's a sewer of corruption, unsafe for their
9: families. And anybody with the means is moving out causing people to leave. Um, and then you also have a lot of, you know, white Chicagoans who are complaining about crime. But the, 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 the crime rate increase, it's not even across communities. It's not evil, e- even across racial communities.
2: You're- no, 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 no. That's interesting. Yeah, because if you go into certain communities, you get your head shot off, dragged into a forest preserve. You're not going to... I mean, do you think people are, are, are... Is everybody a Democrat? I don't think
9: they are. Or... Campaign has said that your tack on that is to cut 150 million dollars from the police budget, tax the rich for a billion dollars in new spending on schools, transportation, healthcare, mental health, and job creation. That is your campaign platform.
2: <laughs> in a city that spends thirty thousand per pupil, and seven percent can read the grade level, five can do a math problem. That's the only people that are going to be left: the dummies, the dummies, and the welfare. Have you ever gotten the stat? How many people in Chicago? Living in Chicago are subsidized in one form or another. I say it's 80% now. What do you think it's going to look like after he taxes those few, the small few who make their money honestly? It's going to look like everywhere else there's a Democrat.
4: Fox 12's Connor McCarthy spoke to some of those customers and joins us live now in southeast Portland to tell us how this will impact how many, many low income Portlanders, rather.
3: Well, Pete and Riel, this location, this Walmart location here on Southeast 82nd Avenue is one of two Portland locations that will be closing. The other is in North Portland on Hayden Meadows Drive. Now, I spoke to customers at both. But-
2: Amazon not building. What would you do if Amazon pulled out of those? Here in my old neighborhood, Melrose Park. How much money did Amazon put in Melrose Park? What are you going to do when they pull out? They're not stupid. They're not there to deliver packages so the gangster disciples can rob the porches like they're doing right now in what used to be decent areas, they're not stupid. Only Democrats are. And only Democrats believe other Democrats.
9: And do you, are you concerned that this, this sort of breakdown over the crime issue will become as sort of racially polarized in an ugly way as it has in other cities?
2: This is annoying me, Squirrel, because all of my life I never judge people by their skin, judging by their character. And I'm still in communication with people who are not Caucasoids. And they feel the same way I do. So, so why would this be racial? Is it racial when a gangster disciple kills your 18-year-old honor student? If you're the same race, you an idiot. Now go ahead, race pimp. Make Jesse Jackson proud, the one who's late on alimony. During the campaign. Well,
6: well there's certainly been a whole lot of dog whistling here. And so, yeah. you know, look. Wait a minute. You know, they say you know, dog painting. whistling?
2: Squirrel, I, I think they said dog whistling. Are you sure it's not the other whistle? If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you, th- there's Corey Bush, another dummy. You sure it's not a sexual assault whistle? How can you tell Squirrel a sexual assault whistle from a dog whistle? Do you know? Um, a public school
6: teacher, um, right. you know, in a certain light is something that, of course, that the, you know, extreme right wing, of course, has embraced. But as a progressive Democrat, um, I'm definitely committed to making sure that
2: we're doing, we do what works. And what works, you freaking moron. I know what works. How'd you get rich? How'd you get rich? It's not the jobs. You pay taxes on those. How'd you get rich?
6: You know, again, um, investing in lives and there young people is. is the best thing that we can do, making sure that we are providing mental health yeah. services to deal with the
2: trauma around uh, the city of Chicago. That's what I'm committed mm-hmm. to doing. See, those are the dog whistles. That's the dog whistles to the cut me in or cut it out. The welfare roaches that you mean I don't ever have to watch my kid. No, drop him off. We'll pay for it. And then it will designate him as a as he has ADD. Or HD, whatever it is. And then we'll give more money to the to the real dummy, the teacher in the triple XL stretching it out and destroying the Lexus. You can always tell when the teacher drives the Lexus, it's leaning a little bit on the driver's side. 312 642 5,600.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson Show AM five sixty. The answer. AM 560. The answer. I'm
2: going to tell you right now, squirrel, you mark my words, kid. Before the country takes on the attitude of the Republican governors by designating the cartels as terrorist organization and does something about it, we will be sending guys over to fight for the Ukrainian Nazis who were killing their own people for the last eight years.
7: Russia Russia is going to to enter... You, you, Baltic states, NATO member states, and then the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war, and they will have to fight because it's NATO that we're talking about, and they will be dying. God forbid. I wonder if Fox
2: News will talk about Fox News Chicago as their 18-year-old teenagers that we're sending over there. And I wonder if maybe the people will pull their head out of their ass long enough to figure out our billions of dollars shouldn't go to a corrupt former Soviet Union. Our billions of dollars should be right here to fight the real, the real war, the war between the cartels and the decent people. But they have the assist of the Democrats. Roach. Roaches. Stay away from them. Roger on the south side. How are you doing? Good. I'm aggravated Roger because this is an insult to everybody I ever grew up with that wasn't a Caucasian that grew up in these neighborhoods to make themselves successful. You're insulting all decent people and you do it through the through what? I don't understand. I don't understand how how people are not paying attention to this. I don't get it.
10: Well, here's is here's I haven't heard anybody you haven't had a chance to but the other
5: different people I listen to or anybody I live with in Chicago talk about how? Uh, what if the Zoros and all these other crazy people?
2: I mean, how, they're going to throw a lot of money at this thing. They make their money on the implosion, brother. Same way that the, not don't. good developers do it. They make their oh, money through owning the politicians, and you get the government cheese, and there's no, there's no check and balance on the money. That's why, O'Hare, you could throw $15 billion, not Forget about it. You could throw 200000000000 billion. You'll still get the same urinal smell throughout the whole place. They like that scam. Oh,
10: yeah, well, it makes it, you know what? Yeah, the people the, t- the ones who live in Winnetka, whatever national, a what good
2: majority of rich Jewish people that live up there, they oh, make no, money on not, these people. Listen, they're not, they're they're not yeah. Jewish. Jewish has nothing to do with it. What they well, are, I know, is they're in. What they are, are is they're in the mafia. Is Tony Resco Jewish? Mm-hmm. I don't think Tony Resco's Jewish. He's just a no, greasy he wasn't. Democrat asset. So it has nothing to do with – you know how many guys I, I'm related to are Jewish too, that are against this. So let's not – let's not do, do me a favor. Let's not ever take up their, their verbiage and their argument. You, 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 you throw an insult to everybody. You know, I could tell you, I, I, I wish to – I'm not going to do – I went to St. Joe's High School. Who do you think I got along with? You think I got along with the drug addict scumbag in Hinsdale? Trust Fund Baby? You think that's who I was hanging with? You think I was hanging with the, 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 the elitist, the pseudo-intellectual kid who just had to go there you know, for a little while until his mammy and pappy sent them to some Ivy League school? No. I was hanging with the guys from the hood. Those are my brothers. So don't tell me what the black people think in Chicago. I know what they think. I grew up with them. It's about people of character. And some of them are, are, are buying this, this fraud, this race-baiting, this race-profiteering that every scumbag from Jesse Jackson to Al Sharpton to everybody who assists on keeping people of all colors in ghettos. And as far as Jewish people, brother, let me tell you something. You know how many Jewish people I know personally that I'm in? I love. A Jewish guy saved my freaking life at the Mercantile Exchange. So don't, don't, please don't associate them with the Democrat scourge and scum. These are people of character of scumbags throughout humanity in Rome. Who started the mafia? The emperor. And he knew that he could use them in the same way that Democrats use the gangs today. Uh, do not play that race game with me. Believe me. It's painful for me to even read uh, uh, commercials that mention it. Mitchell in displays.
11: You know, let's 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 go. Not Brandon doesn't understand that the crime in Chicago is completely out of control. He doesn't want to basically do anything about it, so
5: he What he puts together is a red herring. So his solution is to throw all this education right. And this is a guy that has never paid a bill in his entire life. He works off Monopoly money, and it has the temerity to tell people that it's racist. So I guess all the the Latin kings and all the people that are creating this violence in the city on steroids—it's a
11: yeah, do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy
2: O? I think stupid people are let around easily. Stupid people are let around, totally. and they're looking for an excuse for their own failures, and they're selling the perfect thing. Be happy that this guy's not running for president, because I'll tell you what, he'd win. Thank you very much. I mean, after all, it was, what's, this is how Barack Obama won. It's the same bull
9: same bulldog. Just throw it on a master master level. And do you are you concerned that this, this sort of breakdown over the crime issue will become uh, as sort of racially an, uh, polarized in an ugly way as it has in other cities during the campaign? Well,
6: well, there's certainly been a whole lot of dog whistling here. And so, you know, look, you know, you know, painting um, a public school teacher, um, you know, in a certain light is something that, of course, that the, you know, extreme right wing, of course, has embraced. And
2: no but, one will connect him. To the corruption in Crook County, the the county that is the biggest joke in the nation. And he's a he's a con, uh, what do they call it? Commissioner. He's a commissioner. How many checks does he have coming from the government? How many? Let's do a forensic audit of his money and his campaign chest. Wouldn't you like to see that? Never going to happen. Never. George in Naperville.
11: Sean, this Brandon Johnson can't even fulfill his role as a father and keep his family in a safe neighborhood. How's he going to look after strangers?
2: It's an interesting point, because as a man, you should make sure your kids and your wife never have to put up with that kind of skullduggery. Never. That's your obligation as a man. And it's an interesting point. But once they all know, hey, kids, come here. First of all, you're not going to go to these schools where these idiots go, number one. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. You're going to go to a private school, and we'll pay the 40000 a kid and the rest of it. Now, wife, you just sit around. The, we're going to get you out of here, too. We'll get you an apartment somewhere safe. You go spend your day there. You go shopping in Oak Brook. You enjoy yourself. Don't worry about it. We have to ride this gravy train. And that's oh, how you ride it all the way. They yeah. Notice he, how fast Obama the got the out of short. Hyde Park. Notice how fast Obama got out of Hyde Park. How fast did he get out? It's just a footnote to a footnote to a footnote. And nobody talks about it. Resco, and how he assembled the land at the closing. Virtually impossible. Never been done. Don't worry. It's Chicago, Cook County. We got it. We can do anything. We're the mafia. Also known as Democrats. 312-642-5600.
11: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
0: AM 560. The answer.
2: I was very blessed in life. I was raised by people with an IQ over 60. And even... When there was arguments, there was, there was always a reasoning, there was always a discussion. And one thing's for sure, when you have a, a, a strong-willed mother and a strong-willed father that are from the 50s, you're probably raised with a principle, with an intention. Luckily, my, my family both were proud to be Americans. And I had a father who in the Marines in 1958 to 1961 had two best friends, One was a big grizzly bear of a guy in St. Louis. His name was Mel. And the other was not white. And his name was Doc. And I was around these guys all my life. And they would talk about how wonderful it was to be a Marine, number one, to be an American, and what it meant to be an American. And it was a time where you didn't have this balkanization. You had a commonality in an appreciation of life and liberty the pursuit of happiness and the rest of it, but you had an understanding who the enemy was. Now, they were before Vietnam, but a couple of them weren't. And they would be, all bring guys around after work on Friday. And I was watching through the news something that is happening now. And it's happening under the Biden administration, and I'm glad it's happening right now. And it was a non-Caucasoid who served beyond the admirable. He was a Medal of Honor. He, he was up for a Medal of Honor for 60 years. And I want you to hear this. It doesn't matter what the communists, the fascists, and the Democrats tell you about people of race. What matters is there are people of all races who understand what a blessing this country is.
4: It's time to get uplifted. And this morning, I'm sharing the story of an honor that is long overdue and well-deserved for one of our local veterans.
10: Congratulations
8: to you and and your
4: whole family. That was President Joe Biden congratulating retired Colonel Paris Davis on being named a Medal of Honor recipient nearly 60 years after Davis' comrades began pushing for him to receive the honor. Mm. Davis will receive the Medal of Honor later today for his heroism during the Battle of Bong Son in Vietnam. Davis who was one of the first black officers to lead a special forces team, refused in order to leave behind members of his team who were gravely injured despite him being injured himself.
12: Captain Davis refused and said, No, I'm not leaving uh, while... uh, I'm not leaving while
10: I have men out
2: out of the field.
4: Davis is commanding... Those were white men.
2: Those were brown men. Those were men of all races, but they were Americans, and he wouldn't leave. And he was black. And he fought the ideology that Brandon Johnson shares. Right now, Vietnam calls itself Democrat Socialist. They don't admit they're communists. He fought the ideology that's being sold and dictating the policies in Washington, D.C., of Bernie Sanders, that communist piece of dog. Ugh! It makes me sick. Dung. I meant dung. You know what I meant. He shared the the, the philosophy of AOC. He shares the philosophy of the talking idiots on Chicago News. And that's what this gentleman was fighting. And that's why he wouldn't leave his men of all races. Don't be deceived by these race hustling scum and do not pick up their language and their verbiage. You're not a Republican, you're an American. You're not a conservative. You're the real liberal. The liberal scum socialist who wants to use useful idiots who are victims of their policies. Use them over and over and over again to get rich. These aren't Democrats. These are socialists. These are Soviets. These are communists. This is the fourth fracking Reich, and they're all mobsters. That's what's important.
4: Officer immediately nominated him for the award, but the papers were lost. I'm putting that lost in air quotes twice. Now, 58 years later, he is finally receiving the military's.
2: So now I know you're, you're giving the innuendo that the government is racist. Who was the president then? Hey, stupid LBJ, who knew how to be a race pimp better than all of you. That's who lost the paperwork. Honey, not Republicans, you dimwit.
4: Highest Honor, And, um, you know, I heard a more extensive interview uh, with him and he was saying he knows it it was racism that led to this delay. But, Larry, when I tell you that there is no bitterness assigned to that.
2: Well, let's go over the racism of who was in office when his paperwork was put there. The same guy who, unfortunately, people of low IQ hold up as the greatest president who knew exactly how to destroy all races. In the name of power, LBJ, may he burn in hell with all the rest of the Democrats. Alex in Batavia. Hey, Sean, I was just calling in,
5: uh, you know, I, I like what you're talking about. I figured I'd just share some good, you know,
11: good news. Hey, There's still mean, good love people good out baby. there, right?
7: Yeah.
11: Uh, 32 years old. This year will be my 10th uh, year wedding anniversary. Hey. I got... Four kids at home. Uh, my wife <clears throat> stays home with them, homeschools them ever since the pandemic. And everything you talk about, you know, they're young yet, right? But everything you talk about is what they're going to be taught coming up, you
5: know. Do not turn um, your
2: kids over to the society until those kids are confident and are fully aware and willing to use their own judgment. Do not let them be yes, influenced sir. by this sick society that unfortunately is led by Democrats. Take care of yourself, Alex. Congratulations. Happy anniversary, you handsome devil. When I get back, I've oh I Rich, I'm sorry I didn't get to you. I got a guess when I get back, you're gonna love who it is after this.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now. With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like me, so everybody just follow me, because we
8: need a little controversy. What we've lived through
2: in this country over the last three years is something that... No one who understands this country ever thought would happen here. Nobody. It is not just a misuse of power. It is completely outside of the boundaries of what a representative republic is supposed to be. What you've lived through for the last three years is a crime. It's fascism, totalitarianism. But it could not have happened without a demand by the people, the cult of safety. And all you have to do is scare the weak. They will, with good conscience, take away all the rights of the strong. This is what every fascistic country has proven since the dawn of man. We just thought it wouldn't happen here. It happened here. I want some answers, but we're going to have to deal with their foot soldiers, their army of fascists, and they are called the woke. I don't even like that phrase, but we're going to explore it a little bit with my next guest, who is brilliant, an author of the weaponization of loneliness, how tyrants stoke our fears and isolate to silence, divide, and conquer. She's also a senior contributor at the Federalist. How are you, Stella Morabito? How are you?
13: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me,
2: Sean. Stella, I love having you, number one. And every time I see the name, I'm an old Marlon Brando fan. You know how bad I want to grab my head and yell, Stella, I want oh. to do it. Again. But anyway. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't hear it as much as I used
13: to, oh, but I still hear, hear it. it. Yeah. These,
2: these kids <laughs> don't know good acting, and they don't know freedom. And isn't that really our problem?
13: Well, well, that's, Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they have not been educated uh, on the, uh, you know, the blessings of liberty as well as just basic content knowledge, and that's
2: part of the problem for sure. Now, Stella, this could not happen if you didn't have a large amount of the people who had such low character. They would, number one, believe a government that they've been complaining about their entire life, number one. But number two, be so afraid and so cowardice That they are comfortable watching their fellow man, their fellow American, have his liberties and his freedom stripped away from him because they believe themselves to be entitled to some form of safety that never can be achieved, but moreover entitled to that person's freedom and liberty. Isn't that really the bigger philosophical issue we're dealing with?
13: Well, yeah, I think there's a lot. A lot going on, and I think you nailed it uh, when you said that what happened, especially during these past three years with the COVID mandates, is something that was unfathomable, unfathomable in uh, the United States of America. Uh, that, you know, we had never had that kind of enforced isolation and suppression of of speech and, you know, shutting up doctors who just want to treat patients. And, and, you know, it it was um, it was horrific. It was. I mean, you know, uh, things are still going on. There's still fallout from all of that. But uh, and I worry about what's coming up next, because those, uh, you know, people who are power mongering, uh, they, they don't give up. I mean, they, they no. keep pushing, pushing, pushing. So, uh, yeah, the because... cowardice, I think the cowardice, a lot of that has to do with the brokenness of society and people just, you know, a lot of really destructive policies uh, created a lot of brokenness. And so, a lot of youth in particular, uh, they don't know which end is up, they, don't, they, they aren't able to really uh, even think.
2: And, you know, as I, as I lived through uh, the COVID boondoggle, as I lived through it, I picked up and moved because I saw that the fascistic Democrat mafia-run states were going to go full speed. That's when they were going to put the gas pedal down on their, on their fascism, because what we're dealing with is a people that, in, that inhabit these areas, most of whom are involved in the government corruption or beneficiaries of government corruption— And they are very comfortable because they have that green envy that they feel entitled to something, and at the same time, they feel intellectually superior to you. Mm -hmm. And that's the other side of what we're dealing with. These are people who would even use a phrase like woke. Like, I've I've woke up, and now I know that our years of being Americans, our years of of embracing the Enlightenment and freedom and liberty of the individual, those are old traditions, old thoughts. We need to grab the new collectivism the new 4th Reich fascism the same one of the third Reich, and that destroyed russia but this time we're going to do it better isn't that really what we're dealing with and they still have the audacity to argue on the absence of objective fact so much so as they're convincing me that some man in a miniskirt is a woman that's how ridiculous they'll go right oh
13: yeah you're right the level of absurdity that things have come to is just horrific Um, and these utopian—I guess you can just call it this utopian, radical kind of—these agendas, they never seem to die. Uh, you know, everybody—all these folks who are pushing out there for all of this collectivism and Marxism, it's its just um, an, that old, ancient desire to play God— and and we're seeing it, unfortunately, in all the institutions, and you're right, a lot of people just, you know, kick back and they say, well, there's something in it for me but as i mentioned in my book the weaponization of loneliness or you know i have a a chapter on the history of these radical utopian revolutions you know from the french revolution on to the bolsheviks and their war on private life and and nazi germany and of course mao's cultural revolution and we still have this you know going on everywhere uh but it's taken on a more global uh it, it's is it, the, the reach is a lot more it's all global now and they have at their disposal all of these communications technologies that of course they didn't have during the french revolution and 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 i would say also on top of all that we don't really have, like, one dictator, uh, like a, a Mao or a Stalin, that we're looking at today, but it's what I call a hydra-headed beast. You yes. know, you've got what they call the woke corporate world tied in with government and big tech and the media. So it, it's, really, uh, it, it's really a mess.
2: But one thing we have is the principles of this nation, which are built on, the, on law, as a shield. And the only restraints that is ever to exist in this country are not the ones we've been subjecting ourselves to over the last hundred years, but the ones that are supposed to be on the political whores in Washington. We have 537 people who have managed to destroy the principles of this nation. There has to be a way to get it back. And I'm sitting here watching, and I'm saying this to you, as in real time, they are destroying the sovereignty of our Nation as they are giving over emergency powers to World Health Organization as in Illinois the the, the useless failure trust fund baby governor never did a thing in his life the butter handed pansy that he is as he goes to the World uh, Economic Forum and is celebrated for turning over uh, ideas and 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 policy over to the son of a Third Reich member and Klaus Schwab is there anything we can do other than run to high ground as I call it. And if you can, get out and then force for for what the only thing I can come to as a conclusion is secession away from these fascistic Fourth Reich members. And I'm wondering, I want to be wrong as I say this to you, but the law is there for us to secede because we still do have federalism. I don't want to have a civil war or do anything. I just want to go my own way. And is that our only answer at this point?
13: Well, I think to find the answer, you have to see, you have to figure out, we have to figure out what these tyrants fear the most. And my answer is free speech. That's what they fear the most. That's why censorship is such an important part of all totalitarian governments, uh, you know, to shut people up about what they believe, and especially to get them in the habit of self censoring. By using all kinds of demonization campaigns and smears like bigot, racist, white supremacists, conspiracy theorists. I'm sure you've heard them all and can add to that long list. Yeah. So that's what they do. That's what they've always done throughout history to you know, enforce social control. And free speech, freedom of expression, freedom to think your own thoughts and to think them out loud is a real thorn in their side. So we need to use that. I mean, it's a use it or lose it proposition. The problem is that a lot of people, I mean, everybody really has a hardwired need to connect with others. So we have this fear of ostracism, which is turned against us, which is exploited to get us to shut up. But we can't keep self-censoring about what we believe. Yeah, we I have remember. to you know because that's what gave all the oxygen to all these bad agendas uh is decades of self too many people going with the flow and 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 just uh, saying oh i you know i'm not going to talk about that even if it's just to a neighbor or somebody that you know they're out walking a dog or something they 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 won't say you know oh boy what happened there you know i Boy, that's a problem. They, they won't even say that. They're afraid. They're afraid that their neighbor might not like them. And they may have found out that their neighbor thought exactly the way they did, but we don't know that And uh, if we keep shutting up. So um, I think that the, the, real, the real fear of tyrants is that we'll all start speaking openly to one another, one-on-one, face-to-face, and just, have, and, and just keep that ball rolling. And I do it for
2: three hours what, a day. I do this for three hours a day, and that's all I speak. But it's interesting. The reason I have this perspective, and I think the rest of the nation is a little bit behind, lagging behind, is because I'm from the communist capital of America, Chicago. This is the uh, yeah. hub <laughs> of communism in America. It always has been since the, before World War II. But it's interesting to me to see who are the, the, the standouts in what I call the Democrat mafia or the Fourth Reich. You have at least three that I can think of possibly four, who are second-generation American communists. They call themselves Marxists. But Kamala Harris's father described himself as a Marxist economic professor, which I don't even know what that is because their schemes of economy are are bankrupt. And then you have Raskin, Jamie Raskin, whose father was a very well-known, notable communist Marxist. And then you have Pete Buttigieg, whose father also, another very well-known communist Mm -hmm. Marxist. Now, these kids were raised with the ideals of a a, a subversive. And they hide behind these words very strategically. And it reminds me of that Kantian soiree. Just disrupt common reality, objective fact, and reality. And before you know it, you will have people arguing against their own best interest, but moreover, against their own wives and daughters. And, you know, I don't go into the transvestite, and I don't call it what do they call it? Trans something. It's a transvestite. They're not transgender. You, you're never going to transgender. If you are, then I want to be transracial. But the other thing is, I never take their verbiage. And isn't that, that's the key number one. You're not, you're not transgender. You're a transvestite. You're never going to transition into another gender. So I think it's important to fight over these words. Because I've watched this as these Marxists and communists have called themselves liberal. When I'm the real liberal. Right. Mm-hmm.
13: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and language, control of language is key to all of this. I mean, now we see with the pronoun protocols, you know, you know, if you misquote misgender someone, you can lose your job. And it's, um, you know, it's crazy. Now, what you mentioned before about doing this three hours a day, I think it's fantastic. You and like people like Rush, the late Rush Limbaugh. Oh. But what happens, unfortunately, with a lot of conservatives is they kind of huddle around huddle around the radio listening to you or, you know, any number of wonderful conservative guest hosts, and it's kind of like, with them, it's kind of like Radio Free Europe, you know? They just kind of huddle around and listen in secrecy, but they need to come out and actually express what they believe to people. It's not good enough to just get comfort, um, you know, from that. I mean, it's good to, to, you know, to get energy from what you're saying and what Rush Limbaugh said and other great hosts, but need to live it as well. You know, and,
2: I always uh, remember history, and, and, and when you go back to even the Revolutionary War, and you think about your own life, all of your achievement. You did all of this, by the way, as a woman, never using that as a shield, but enjoying the femininity of, of, of sexuality and, and, and life as it exists, and you achieved all of this greatness academically and I think what we're witnessing is this stripping away of the individual achievements because they want people to forget it's only a third of people that do anything anyway most people throw their lives away It's the saddest thing in the world but they do it they've just found a way to nurture those people and I don't want those people I only want that third that third that said you're not gonna tax me brother over you know what I mean I like that third that always makes the world go around and as you follow anything Even taxpayers. It's only a third of us pay taxes. The rest are just roaches anyway. I don't want them. I want that third. And I want that union of, of, for lack of a better word, capitalists. I want that union of people who embrace the Enlightenment. The other two-thirds will always drag you down. And you see this in small families. Who gets all the attention? The one drug addict scumbag takes down the entire family. I feel that it's time for us to come together as a union of Americans, a union of capitalists, and insulate ourselves and only deal with ourselves. What do you think of that? I'm I am I'm, I'm practicing secession, basically.
13: Oh, you're very passionate and and I think that there are people among those two thirds who are um, redeemable and actually so do hoping I. to get out. Hoping to get out. And I think it's up to us and the one third to try to help draw identify and help draw them out. And that can make a that can make a big difference I mean you know i oh, I'm
2: welcoming those all. people that want to do that i'm welcoming if you want to do that, you want to denounce that 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 mafia for what it is come on in i'm fine with that, but don't you ever ask me to tell you that's right. anything other than a mafia. You could call it yeah. socialism, you could call it communism it's a mafia, and they're oh, lazy that's... and they're useless and they're extortionists
13: yes, extortionist is a key word there too. Um, And and that's what all the demonization is about, too, is to extort compliance through that fear and that fear of being isolated. So uh, I just think that that's, uh, you know, it's such a it's such a powerful impulse among so many people. And I wrote this book, The Weaponization of Loneliness, to try to help draw out those patterns and the blueprint for how it all works to to, you know, hopefully create a little bit more consciousness uh, about how this affects society at large, as well as ourselves, you know, people yeah. who want to get out of that horrible habit. It really is a it's a really bad habit to fall victim to, to just shut up about what you believe.
2: Yeah, I don't um, have that problem. I, I, I'm. An, it's funny, I'm an only child, and I just like to yell at dumb people. But the reality is, <laughs> I, I, I want to give you some hope. I just had a 32-year-old guy call into my show, he's married for 10 years, and he's got, Do you say three kids, Squirrel? Three or four kids? Four kids, excuse me, four kids. And they're homeschooling these kids. In a Democrat mafia-run sewer where a fraud buffoon of a, of a governor, fraud buffoon of a mayor in Chicago, where they are telling people, just come on in and we'll pay for everything from the time the kid is out of diapers till the time they die and the rest of it. So there are people that are taking advantage of the fascism and utilizing it to their best interest. And I think that might be the silver lining, because so many people were unaware of just how bad these union-run indoctrination centers called schools really were. I think there is a silver lining. I'm wondering, do you, do you see any of that?
13: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that especially during the COVID mandates, people, a lot of people were waking up to what was going on in the schools. And it started kind of a revolution, you know, with the ground zero in Loudoun County, Virginia, especially when that father who was concerned about his daughter, just expressing concern about his daughter getting sexually assaulted in the bathroom by this. You know, a guy who said he was a girl, he went in the bathroom. And, um, you know, that. and then he did it again later to and somebody else's kid. But um, it was, uh, they had him arrested. Yeah. They had him arrested on That's the That's why, top. Stella, they what would Mr. Have,
2: Morabito have done when his little daughter, Stella, and I don't know if you're married or not or whatever, but you know what I mean, what would your father have done if that happened to you? Because I'm guessing oh, with the name Morabito, he, 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 you grew up daughter. in the same neighborhood I did.
13: Uh, yeah, that, that, well, he, he was born in Brooklyn. My father, but but yeah, he would be absolutely up in arms, as, yeah. as which should be the natural fatherly reaction. Natural, But they're not, uh, you know, the the left has had it with that. They they have a war on family, a war on religion, and, of course, I believe a war on friendship. I think a lot of what's going on is a war on friendship, a war on real conversation. And uh, so that's unfortunately where we are. But I think the way to turn it around is to understand that free speech is use it or lose it. And uh, we just have to, especially those of us who don't come out of that brokenness have an obligation to lead the way and uh, speak up about what we believe and, and encourage others to do the same.
2: We have Stella Morabito, and we have her book, The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide and Conquer. Stella, thank you for the book. Thank you for making yourself available. I'll talk to you soon.
13: Thank you very much, Sean. It was great.
2: We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
8: Hey, Stella!
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
2: The idea that we're afraid to speak for ourselves, and it's so bad that you are insulting women. You're insulting the women I love, the women that raised me, the women that are the fruit of my loins, the women that are my nieces insulting everybody, and it's so bad I have to pretend this is a man. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, medical, mental, and behavioral health. This is a 65-year-old pot-bellied man dressed as a woman. The big scandal in America today is there's a man pretending to be a girl on a Hershey bar. There's a man pretending to be a woman who is the Jeopardy! champion. There is a man pretending to be a woman who holds medals in swimming. What the frack is going on here? You're insulting the women I love. And if I say something, I'm sexist? Get the hell out of here. I would never have the audacity to insult any woman by pretending to be one. You know why they do that? Because they were never good men. There's so many who are not. And now what's the ideal? Control the language. That's Mr. Raskin's.
12: Thank you very much. I'll go as quickly as I can because I know we got votes, Mr. Chairman. Um, well, um, again, having participated now for several hours, it's clear to me what the legislation is really about. It's- oh, I can't even listen to them.
2: Censor men for their opinion. Censor people for their opinion. Shut your mouth, son of a Marxist
7: fraud, Julian Juliet. Oh, thanks, Don. Thanks for taking my call. You're my- you're giving me my fix of real men. Thank oh. you so much, because I just lost my precious real man just like uh less than four weeks ago and oh. and you're you're saving me i'm sorry and uh and and how the did he die said, oh he, he had a lot of stuff wrong he wouldn't go to the the butchers <laughs> he called them doctors, so, so he, he died like died a man here. he lived like
2: a man don't he, cry he, he don't did cry
7: completely i know, but it's just that I miss him so but you're you're helping in, and the men on your show and um uh, and it, it's ironic. I, I was just reading um, in the Epoch Times about Lord of the Ring teaches about teaches about being woke, and and a point they made was the word that I had to look up that you use quite often, le- Leviathan. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant, and I looked it up, and it's 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 just like it said in this article that we're losing um, our our meaning of words and our vocabulary. They never use the word evil anymore. It, they don't use it. And there's so much stuff
2: that's evil. I mean, think about who we're arguing with. We're arguing with people whose prime pillar of a philosophy, one of their main staples, is that you can kill a baby because you don't like the timing or you don't have enough money. And now I'm supposed to talk about the nuance of womanhood with them? These are friends. These are evil bastards. But here's what we're going to do for you. Number one, Julie, you have a fast track to anything you ever want to say on my show. I'm going to put you on hold, and Honey Bunny's going to give you a shirt made for a woman a v-neck oh. wear it proud and, and listen to me i will you see him again I will. you see them proud. again don't fear look forward to it and in the meantime if he live like that you're definitely going to bump into him in a good spot you take care of yourself julie and thank you for oh thanks
7: thanks sean i love you bye-bye i
2: love you right back hold on give her a sure now let's go to a guy who doesn't normally turn his head unless there's a cookie on his shoulder i believe he likes a sugar cookie judging by the stretch marks cream puff jim
10: Hi, right, Sean. My a is that last caller. That's, uh, that's brutal. Uh, I just was going to say that the snowstorm that blew by Chi-Town reminded me of the uh, pundits during the midterms who said that uh, the economy was definitely going to put the Republicans back in you know, well, charge. Wait a, in a minute, shy. Jim.
2: What snowstorm, man? I was hearing yesterday it was supposed to be 6 to 12 inches. How many did you get?
10: We didn't get an inch? We did get an inch? But, oh. but I was going to try to shovel my income. I bought a shovel. Oh. I was going to shovel a couple of walks. You, <laughs> you go down with a shovel. Ready. You
2: better buy a defibrillator. You got a shovel. Forget about a shovel. <laughs> now, today they <laughs> no. said there was going to yeah. be how many inches? How many today? I, it was supposed to be six, but it reminds me of the pundits uh, during the
8: midterms. Well,
2: uh, how uh, many did you get? Yeah. None. definitely oh. so so none. So let me get this straight. These idiots who can't get seven hours, eight hours, 12 hours right. These idiots. These are the ones who are going to tell us how we should live our lives and change our economy. And you want to know why the Republicans aren't in charge? Come on, Jim, because there's enough morons out there to watch the TV and, and buy shovels when these idiots tell them it's snowing. You're, you're a victim of your own philosophy, Jim. Once again, in the meantime, don't you dare shovel. Are you nuts? You've got a hard enough time walking downstairs, let alone shovel. Take care of yourself. And by the YouTube, way, too, Yeah, yeah. yeah enjoy the steak sandwiches. He just got his check. It was the first the other day. Greg and LaGrange.
1: Hey, how you doing, Sean?
2: Wonderful. How are you?
1: Couple things I picked up on earlier in the earlier in the show. There was a, a bill that's going to be proposed in the Illinois state's Ooh, legislature. All right. The uh, the bullying uh, children's bullying against their parents
2: against their parents
1: to the turn their parents in
2: um, and get really? some sort of CD.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, who, I don't know. Who would propose? It. Which parent aficionado of parenting? Who proposed it?
1: It was, uh, it was uh, one of the state legislatures. Uh, I'm not sure who it was now. I thought I mentioned the name, but, but the, here's the problem. It's all subjective. We have laws on the books. This is just another way to lever the family apart from each other. Here's the other Brother, thing. Brother,
2: you know where that will never what? pass? That will never pass in Florida. That will never pass in Texas. That right. will never pass right. in Tennessee. So it'll pass, and yeah. I, I, I'll bet you a dollar to a donut. Whoever proposed the bill is a scum. I'll bet you he was, I'll bet you it was, if it's a man, it's got to be a man. If it's a man, he's probably embroiled in all kinds of scandal, probably embroiled in financial scandal and God knows what kind of family scandal. Like the reverend of perpetual tax evasion, Jesse Jackson, who wouldn't pay for the kids, he, he knocked up waitresses in, in California and he's the reverend. I mean, these are here's, scum of the earth. Here's, here's the other thing.
1: Uh, this week i don 't know why it got to me so much, but this constant worrying about this snowstorm. If you just looked at weather.gov, you knew that it wasn 't going to be that bad, but yet you kept hearing about it and it, all it, all it is is a way to keep you in fear. I think this whole this whole thing is to keep you on your edge. I think you 're right. on your edge you out of your game. The I mean, last thing real quickly, real quickly, is they use our language, but not our dictionary. James A. Lindsay is a great guy. That I've heard on many shows, including the one in the morning before, and he's one of these guys. They know what they're doing. They're confusing the language. If you go back in history, if you go back in history and look at what the Soviets did when they were trying to take over Russia in that height of confusion, they published a paper with the same name as the government paper. So when you picked up a paper in the morning, you didn't know what you were getting. But you, you mean like the Federal Reserve, something. and
2: ninety percent of Americans think it's the federal government instead of a private company inside trading horse. Yeah, it is incredible. But never forget, this is what we all know from the Communist Manifesto. They used to call it political correctness. And what everybody identifies, everyone who can read, it is the scepter of tyranny. And the idea that we would be in this soiree of communism, pretending that they are leading us to the utopia they continue to promise, rather than recognizing these are scourge of the earth anyway, like the lawmaker in Illinois who proposed a bill so that your your kids could sue fathers for billing? I'm, I'm glad I was born. Well, a kid. No, glad. listen, it'll because come, you know what it'll my, come you back. you know what I was called when I didn't understand some, what are you, what are you a, a Democrat? What are you, a bird brain? Yeah. Pay attention. Read. And you tried harder. And if you couldn't do push-ups, they made sure you could do push-ups by working you out. This is This is parenting, but the mafia doesn't want you to parent. They want your kids to think the oh. government is their parent. And that's the only way you could Absolutely. tolerate this kind of abuse. Not me. Thank you very much, Greg. It's a simple trick. They've been doing it forever. It's called communism, fascism, Marxism, or Democrat mafia. I'll be back after this.
11: If anybody
10: owns this place, it's me, Tom Freakin' Skillet. I could have you killed if I wanted to.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On The Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM 560. The answer.
2: I'll tell you, watching this son of a Marxist, this scourge, rising star in the Democrat Mafia, Congressman Raskin. This guy's a real fascist, fourth-right pig. That's Mr. Raskin.
12: Thank you very much. I'll go as quickly as I can, because I know we got votes, Mr. Chairman. Um... Well, again, having participated now for several hours, it's clear to me what the legislation is really about. It's not about Hunter Biden's laptop, because we determined at the February 8th hearing that there was no coercive pressure being brought down on Twitter by the FBI or the Department of Justice or anybody else. All of the majority's own witnesses testified to that effect. So what's this really about? Well, it's about how right wing politics operates today. And I don't want to tar everybody with the same brush. Some people have stayed away from Donald Trump uh, in the GOP, which is why I'm not talking about Republicans, but I'm talking about right wing politics and operates on the basis of propaganda, disinformation and big lies. And I don't want to take the time to go through all of them, but let's start with the paradigm big lie, the big lie that Donald Trump actually won the presidential election in 2020 when Joe Biden beat him by 7 million votes, 306 to 232 in the Electoral College. And so that spread all over the Internet. Now, there are a lot of people, including me, who wished that Twitter and Facebook and the other social media had acted to take down the big lie long before they did. But they didn't do it.
2: Now, I want you to keep in mind, aside from this being the typical Democrat scourge, and the verbiage and the talking points this is a congressman who swore to uphold the Constitution and the First Amendment is freedom of speech first first and he's telling you they didn't do it fast enough and the idiots who voted for him in the first place cheer him that's why it's time to secede because not only don't they believe in the principles of freedom they work actively to undermine them He's the apple of his communist scum father's eye. May he burn in hell for a million years. And he is a traitor to the oath he took to uphold the Constitution. Now, what are you going to do about it? Because if they're not going to impeach him, it's simple. Whatever district he represents, you go your own way. And you could live on your own money, right? You socialist scum. You don't need our money. You guys are captains of industry. You own all Silicon Valley. So you're not going to compromise with this. You can't. You can only compromise with someone you love. You can be wrong with Raskin. You can be a Marxist, a communist, a fascist with Raskin. Me, I kind of know where that leads. I do. I know exactly where it leads. And by the way, this is the same scum, like the Chicago Democrat scum, who said Venezuela was the beacon of the way to run a society.
12: Welcome back. The death of the economic crisis of Venezuela cannot be overstated. Some studies estimate those living in extreme poverty has spiked to 61%. Local 10's Cody
4: Weddle puts a face to those numbers. He actually has the story of two 50 year old twins. By the way,
2: you think the FBI is going to help you? They had the laptop for three years. They helped Raskin because they are the foot soldiers of the mafia, they're not the Federal Bureau of Investigation the Federal Bureau of Incompetence and Intimidation. They're scum of the earth, too. Yeah, yeah. All but the 10% who tried to do the right thing. And what good did it do? What good did it do? I'll be back.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so
8: everybody
2: just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Proud to call my next guest, a friend of mine. He is the host of Unapologetic on KABC AM 790 and on YouTube, a co-host of Bullet Point Nation. He's the California connection, the California kid. He is now has a three-part series, The Loss of American Trust, Lies, Hypocrisy, and Betrayals. He is Judd Dunning. What's up, you handsome devil? How are you? Hey, buddy. Sean, you know, I am glad to actually call, call you a friend. Mike, We spent a few
5: hours on the air, buddy. That's exactly Good to be here. Thanks for having me back. I mean, you've just maybe
2: won part of your Chicago land back over there, so I'm glad to hear some change in here. I Let's the not get too excited. We just have different degrees of suck. But however, what we do is we have uh, at least gotten rid of the most comical of all of the mayors in Chicago history, so I'm going to miss her for the comedy relief alone, because I'm going to miss the man costume at three foot nine, pretending to have a Schwansteiger that's bigger than the Italians, which is where she went too far, and I think that's where she lost the election. Uh, but they, she also lost trust. The Chicago Democrats have no trust. Even the mafia members that are in the Chicago Democrat mafia don't trust each other. Tell me a little bit about what it's like on a national level when you see the bastardization of our principles by the most corrupt political whore this country's ever had in the White House, bar none but obviously an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. So let's talk a little bit about the domestic enemies. As we pretended for years, they were our bureaucracies.
5: Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and Sean, it's true. It's, it's not only Chicago, it's not only California in the last 20 years, it's become a a pervasive corrosion of elites. I'd say 75% of those elites are on the left. I'd say a solid 25% have fallen to the right. But this is a, you know, it's a two party system. You got to go with what you got. You got to clean out your own party. You got to march forward. You got to act like the system's not broken, even though it is, and try to affect change with joy in one hand and, and tragedy and grief in the other. And that's being a conservative in 2023. And that's what it's like to be on the radio in Chicago or writing this article about trust I just wrote about the national stage.
2: But this system was set up to to be infiltrated by ideologue government supremacists who pose themselves as bureaucrats. So we can go back as far as you want to go back with Fauci and see that he's always implemented a sellout of our of our government policy to big pharma. He did it in, with AIDS in the eighties. He's doing he's done it again, and it looks like he's one of the founding fathers of COVID. And the entire time for the entire usurpation of our principles, the government entity has been running cover for him, whether it be the FBI, who is supposed to investigate corruption, even if it is the government, in particular if it's the government, or if it's the bureaucracy that's been bribing him through big pharma and kickbacks to members of the NIH, members of the FDC, members of the CDC. So what they've shown, the silver lining of what we've lived through, is that these entities that are supposed to be representative parts of a representative republic are really the underbelly of corruption. And it leads all the way to the bureaucracies that are supposed to give them oversight in the FBI. And I don't care what they do. They are a corrupt Levi- part of the Leviathan that is here to intimidate me, not protect my freedoms. And they're not going to get my, my opinion back. Can they save any face with the rest of society?
5: Can they save any face? Well, I think we're seeing a deterioration. Of of the American credibility. I mean, we went from the in the global freedom chart mean we from third to twenty seventh in the last few years since the hijacking of our elections and the draconian destructuring of our free and independent society and turning it over to you know entities like the World Health Organization recently or the WEF overall as far as globalists and moving you know, the problem with leftists right now that's getting scary since we first met is they're moving a lot of power and wealth away from the United States. So if somebody's not anchored to their to their individual family, to their individual state or town, or their individual country, then what anchors the conservative principles that we think about being good, beautiful, and true in people if they're plutocratic, oligarchic globalists? And I think that's what's happening. That's what's more pervasive. You know, there is a series of lies, hypocrisies, and betrayals, and they've continued to be pushed down to wear down Americans, particularly with COVID. I mean, the big lie in COVID was that vaccines worked. They didn't, and that 1.5 million people weren't injured from vaccines. And, and Fauci was the front man for that. I think you're exactly right. And the hypocrisy was is that that we were reckless, and other people were doing it. What mirrored the people were, were dying of heart attacks and other issues. And now America's slowly saying, "Oh, we should turn it over to the World Health Organization." That's that's a perfect line of lies betrayals and hypocrisies and that's happening with the border that's happening with biden that's happening with social issues so it is a barrage of attacks and the fbi and a corrupted doj is right there in the middle of it i, I agree 100 percent.
2: now none of this could happen without the intimidation of silicon valley if you remember when we first met i was filling in and I had you on the, as a guest, and then you guys, I, if I remember correctly, I stayed after my show, and we did a, uh, a YouTube thing, didn't we? Isn't that, am I, Yeah, at the very beginning, that's right. Yeah. With Mike the Lockett, very, very with beginning. Lockett. And right. you um, had somebody you knew in California who was an Internet guru. He was a, a web designer, if I remember correctly, or something. And I had called him a Marxist. Do you remember that? And he was very upset with me. But history has vindicated me on that argument, in my opinion, and I'll tell you why. He might not have started out that way, but when you bend knee and, and agree to cooperate with the government, when it's telling you to censor the first principle of our nation, which is free speech, you can be nothing else but a Marxist. And what I saw happen was guys who took advantage of free, laissez-faire economies and markets and build billions of dollars in websites and create a necessity at the time. They became tools of the Fourth Reich. They became Marxists themselves. They became fascists. And they, in good conscience, stifled objective opinion, which is still happening today. And until we solve that problem, the rest we're arguing with ourselves to a certain point. How do we get back the principles of freedom and free speech in the cyber community, in your opinion?
5: Mm. Well, I think the big one that you and I both agree on is that we have to continue a full press assault on restoring the integrity of our American electoral and election system. I mean, we've got pretty much 65% of Americans that don't know if we live in a banana republic or not. And they keep dissuading us from like looking deeper and looking here. What a a great inquiry. What a a beautiful inquiry to keep, keep looking at the truth. So I think free speech around that is most essential. But as far as pulling back power from big big tech technocrats were walking a fine line in America because we only deconstruct monopolies in certain situations, and we're in this gray area between big tech as a private enterprise and big tech as a public enterprise. And what we, we'd have to love about Elon, I'd say, you know, Elon has a lot of questionable elements around him, right? Yeah. But I would say definitely, like Trump, in the, in the eyes of the public, when given a responsibility, he converted to be a more conservative person a more perhaps faithful person. We don't know. Well, I, actually call with, us, the
2: I actually call you and me. I don't call us conservative because I don't, I don't know what the hell we're conserving. I call us liberals. We're the American liberal. We're the old-fashioned in, uh, champion of the Enlightenment, champel, champion of individual liberty and freedom. Conservatives, to me, don't do that. But that's just a, a little note that I wanted to put on.
5: That's a hijack, by the way, for all your very intelligent viewers, right? That's one of the big three hijacks. But that, yeah. you know, the Republicans are racist and the liberal, the word was, you know, in, in the South, right, was flipped over in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, right, we have always been the liberal. We were liberal from governments Correct. Which was a great thing in the 1930s. And it was following you know, Joe Stalin and all these moves. So they had to they had to change language, which, by the way, going back to what you're talking about, big tech, that's what they're doing. They're changing yeah. language. When did diversity, equity, and inclusion ever mean anything but socialist redistribution? It's de-risking America and making things a bunch of hobbled, homogenized sheep. Diversity, and right be- equity, be- inclusion? It's, it's insanity.
2: It's insanity. But right before I had you on, the rising star in the mafia, Jamie Raskin, today in Congress said that we need more censorship, that the censorship that we live through in people rebuking the idea that Joe Biden got 16 million more votes than Barack Obama and wanted an inquiry, that they were saboteurs to the democracy. He's calling, as we speak, for more censorship. And he took an oath to uphold the principles of America. He took the oath. He's an elected uh, representative. And he must hold true to the principles of this country. Or what? And this is the problem I have. We do not have the character anymore as a society to say to these so-called representatives that most people in both parties agree are pathological liars. You've now proven yourself to be a traitor to the principle, you must be impeached. We don't impeach, only the mafia impeaches. Are you in awe of the inability of Republicans to impeach somebody who is clearly not just corrupted, but unfit to do the job, couldn't get a job in any business in the country, yet somehow he's got the most important position. Should we not start right there and impeach this crooked bastard?
5: Such a great point, because recently I went, and when I was doing this this last article, The Great American Betrayals, one of it was that politicians left and right rarely ever, ever go to jail, nor do large uh, corporate leaders. So I, I dove into the internet, I was digging level to level to level. I could not find articles on why do it right now why don't politicians in washington dc go to jail more often yeah. because there's a double standard of justice which thereby proves the elite this is a completely antithetical to everything we have anyone can rise free market cap no ceil- no safety net no ceiling free mountain market capitalism rocks the markets are an expression of our individual exceptional and excellence, and thereby god we're here to work and prosper But if a different class is out of our class that just isn't an everyman, if everyman is not an everyman, the system is broken. And that's exactly what you harp on all the time. And that's exactly what's happening. It's getting dangerous to that point. And you know what's happening? I think a lot of the right-leaning elites don't want to push the left-leaning elites to set up a precedent. Now, they may have just bit themselves in the tail, because now that they're pushing to go through the documents of Biden, they're opening up all these doorways. And notice how they're pulling, even the people on the right are pulling back on, on you know, it, the news is already rotating. It's not about, all about Biden's documents. Well, Bi- documents are evidence. Evidence is justice when it's eventually pulled out. So it's, it's a crisis.
2: Judge, you know what you'd love? There's, there's, and this is a book that does exactly what you and I are talking about. The reason that the Republicans don't mention it is because they're in on it. You could go all the way back, pick the big-name Republicans, but more importantly, pick the small-name Republicans. There's a book by uh, Peter Schweitzer, I, I read it years ago, called Secret Empires. And what it does is it examines both parties. But what it shows you is they're operating under the same fraud, the same K Street loophole, the same lobbyist corruption. And these guys are worth tens of millions. Now, you and I have made money in our lives. Why is it so hard to keep it? Because we make it honestly. We make it legitimate. And somehow during our life, the idea of greed is a man who wants to keep his money. And the idea of a magnanimous, virtuous person is somebody who wants to take it away. And in the meantime, these political whores who make small change in the grand scheme of money all have mansions, all retire worth millions, but it's never attached to them. It's hidden. In LLCs, it's hidden in liaisons, in their kids. This is modus operandi. Joe Biden isn't new. This isn't something new. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry, every two-bit congressman and senator are operating the same scheme. And who is supposed to save us? The Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yet they don't investigate the gangsters. The FBI headquarters in Chicago is a quarter mile from a guy named Mike Madigan, who was a mafia don for 50 years and he'll never go to trial. And you can only come to one conclusion. They're the protection. They're not investigators. They're protecting the federal bureaucracy. That's what that FBI means. Absolutely. I
5: was just reading a Tom Clancy quote, and I love it. It epitomizes how I feel about this. There are people who don't want other people to know what they know. It's just another example of elitism, and I spit on elitism. Show me an elitist, and I'll show you a loser. And that's that's the paradox. Elitists think they're better than other people. But the truth is, when they break their character, they break their ability, they break away from the pack, they break away from a fair and equal playing field, equal opportunity, not equal outcome, you don't have to de-risk America to win by cheating. By, by going around legislation and pushing through executive orders instead of actually seeing if the legislation passed by the people in the constituency who have actually elected you. And yeah. that is the hill. They, they're swarmy and they're schmarmy and lazy. Most people don't want to go through the process of most legislation fails, man. And it's supposed to fail. Show me a great period of time. I'll tell you a great period of time. will be 10 years in America where we never pass another law because
2: we yeah. don't need one other law. That's the lie. We need a. We need a, we need a next. Uh, the next president has to be somebody who didn't spend any time in politics. That's the only conclusion I came to. Because there are still Republicans out there that believe Mitch McConnell's wife married him for his strong jawline and his masculine ways, rather than the fact he's just the most powerful senator <laughs> and the most corrupt representation of any party, let alone the fact that we embrace him, and he's still the Senate leader. Oh, brother, in the meantime, this is why I, I listen to your articles. This is why I still watch your show, even though I'm not on it anymore. But that's all right. We'll get you another time. In the meantime, Judd Dunning, we can hear you on uh, KABC, correct? Uh, no, I'm actually
5: moving to those stations. So you can just you can see if it. If you want to follow us, Judd Dunning on Twitter, 3Ds, 2Ns, Judd Dunning on Twitter, and if I can, Sean, I'm just going to pitch this last piece. Please. Is, uh, we got a new book? We got a new book coming out, 13 and a half reasons to love America, because 90% of America is still free, even though they're contamin- contaminating it down. That ratio is getting There's so many reasons it's happening, and what's great, and you and I know it. Yeah. And then this new series that I wrote, if you get a chance, I'm Newsmax Insiders, and I, I broke it down, and I said lies, hypocrisies, and betrayals. And lies are what they say. Hypocrisies are what they say but don't do. And the betrayals are how they actually harmed us. I've got three articles on there, and I studied that narrative for, like, three months. We just went live. I'd love to have people, you know, take a look because we're trying to get everybody out of the matrix.
2: Judd Dunning, thank you for being the California Connection, the California Kid. Thank you for coming on your show and, or, on my show and always making yourself available to me. I really appreciate it, Judd. Anytime, Sean. God bless, buddy. Take care. YouTube. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm
2: I'm... Jamie Raskin, do not let this go. These are second-generation communists. His father, Marcus Raskin, is the co-founder of the Institute for Policy Studies. Take a look at what they did in Central and South America. Take a look at what they've done here in this country. Take a look who Jamie Raskin is. And now he's going to give you this sympathy because he has cancer and a doily on his head. Before you had cancer, you were a Marxist piece of garbage. Now you're just one with cancer.
12: Now what's this hearing really about? It's about the fact that whenever someone gets taken down way too late from my standpoint, but gets taken down for something like inciting a violent insurrection or glorifying violence, then there's a huge movement to say censorship. Twitter just censored Donald Trump. And they say, well, he violated our terms of service. We're a private entity. They say it's censorship. And then a big campaign is waged to force them to put him back on. And we've seen that with respect to people who lie about a whole bunch of different things across the board. This amendment is very simple. All it does is to say that we have a rule of construction clarifying that nothing in the bill shall be construed to restrict or amend the right of any private entity to develop, maintain, or enforce its own terms of service. And that could include them enforcing their terms of service as they see it. Huh.
2: Now he he's, they're going to censor and they're going to work it around. Now all of a sudden they're going to do
12: it under the guise of private ownership. And what are they really censoring? The truth? They waited until January 6th when the big lie exploded into a violent insurrection unlike anything we've seen in American history before. A president inciting a anything violent... we've
2: seen in American history before. I mean, we, I mean, should I just go with the 1812? What do, we, what do you want to go with? You want you want to pick a, a conflict where
12: we've seen history how about how about the civil war you stupid idiot insurrection against his own vice president against the congress of the united states and after 150 of our police officers were wounded injured came back with broken noses broken arms broken legs broken fingers heart attacks strokes and so on
2: why don't you just pretend they're chicago cops and blm was the one that did it cuz you didn't give a rip when they were getting not just bullied, but actually injured. Not the fake injury, like the Capitol Police. Why don't you give a rip when the when the gangs, the terrorists, like the Latin Kings or the gangster disciples or whatever the Yalrukans are calling themselves now, are killing cops and firemen and policemen and women? And uh, da, da, da. you don't care then, because they're not your useful idiots. Then you don't fool me one iota. You're just the two-bit Marxist son of a Marxist scum father. That's all you are, Raskin. May your father burn right next. The Glory Hall, Madeline Albright. Rich Indian Head Park. Hey Sean, how are you tonight? Wonderful. I know earlier you were
11: <clears throat> I know earlier a little aggravated, so I suggest when you're the show's over that. Aggravated you go, to
2: me, baby. That's how I like to run hot. Like a Ferrari. I know, but go ahead.
11: What I'm saying is when you're done with the show, just go and relax and enjoy the weekend.
2: Oh, big um, snack, and hopefully I get in a fight with a biker next door. But go ahead. <laughs>
11: What I wanted to say is uh, that the Justice Department uh, has now said that the uh, Capitol, Capitol Police could uh, could sue Trump. Yeah. You know, uh, for uh, January 6th. What are they going to sue him for? Like, you know,
2: I like they
11: didn't this. I'm I'll tell you why I like it.
2: Don't look at it for what it is, look at it for what it could be. That means all the Chicago police could sue Lori Lightfoot. That means all the yeah. Chicago and police could sue Kim Fox. I like it, babe. Let's roll with it. Trump's right. a big boy. He lives in court. Loves that stuff. Right. He's not a developer. He's a law things. firm with with a hammer. In the meantime, he's going to eat this up. Don't worry. He's a big boy. You think Lori Lightfoot yeah. could eat it up or Kim Fox? Peanut head. She can only tap George Soros it. too many times. I mean, she's not Kamala Harris, for God's sakes. Work it, girl. Work yeah. it. Yeah, go ahead.
11: The other thing I wanted to say is uh, that the footage uh, judge's uh, buddy out in uh, Maryland, the mayor... Uh, who's been to the White House and taking pictures with Pelosi and Raskin, and, and the, uh, the, part, uh, the DNC chair Perez uh, is now uh, being arrested for uh, 56 counts of uh, uh, child pornography.
2: That's okay that's in really the Democrat funny, Party. Okay. You know what that's yeah. called in the Democrat Party? A resume yeah. builder. That's all it is. Right. Look at Bill Clinton. Yeah. Thank you very much. He likes young girls. The intern molester. We know who he is.
12: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well,
2: she was your wife. You should have. Maybe she'd be a lot happier. I'll be back after this.
0: Keith Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
2: Now, in real time... It used to be the Marxists, the mafia, the communists. They rewrote history to steal the future. That still applies, but now they're doing it, like, within days. So there's a congresswoman, Paul. She's a little long in the tooth to be a squad member. She's considered to be the mentor of AOC and the rest of the dingbats in the squad. You know which one she is, squirrel? She's got the compass eye. What do you mean you don't know what it is? Compass eye. No matter where you turn her head, it's always looking north. You don't know what that is? In Melrose Park, it's called the cockey. There was an old jockey from Maywood Park Racetrack used to have the compass eye. And I asked my Uncle TJ, what's wrong with him? He said, I think he got kicked in the head by a horse and his eye's always looking for the horse. So that made sense to me. So uh, Congresswoman Jayapal Paul's either looking for a horse or she's got a compass eye. Her left eye is always going one way. Anyway, this dingbat is rewriting history in real time. You know what that's called, by the way, Squirrel? Digress, not digress. The way Biden said it, I digress.
12: Ah, oh, never mind.
3: And I just want to call out the hypocrisy of my Republican colleagues who have suddenly decided that they care about going to the border because Democrats have been going to the border for many years trying to come up with actual solutions. And in fact, we have we have legislation that has bipartisan support that has passed the House and that we couldn't find 10 Republicans in the Senate to vote for. And because of the filibuster, so what they're th-
2: tying to the bill that Congresswoman Kompasai, Kaki. Congresswoman McCockeye is trying to talk about. Is there tying in all kinds of welfare benefits with it? And that's why the the Republicans won't support it, so-called Republicans. But this is directly behind the real scandal that the unfortunate mother who adopted the two boys that died due to fentanyl, this is the direct response to the realization by almost all Americans, now even the dumb ones that vote Democrat, that 138,000 people died of fentanyl overdoses. So now Congresswoman Kakai is going to pretend that they've been in front of this the whole time.
3: That legislation has been stymied and stalled, but I want to be clear that the reason that we are taking exception with this plan that Republicans have put forward is because it is extremely biased. It is not about finding the truth at all, because this is not one president's, quote, border crisis. This is a result of Republicans refusing to come up with a legal, humane immigration system that actually works for our constituents.
2: It's as if the country never existed. We had all of those. There were rules in place. There were laws in place that your party constantly ignores and circumvents. Because the assets to your party are the downtrodden welfare people who have nothing more to turn to other than their abusers. And they're too dumb to figure out. Their abusers are raping them, making fortunes off of them, never improving the quality of their life. Just look at a Democrat-run hellhole. And the other thing you forgot there, Congresswoman Cockeye is that since Joe Biden has usurped the most powerful office and arguably even the year before while he was running, there's been a mass influx, almost almost what you could call an invasion. And that's why the cartels have never been more rich, stronger politically. And I think if we trace back some of the people who kick into your campaign coffers, ooh, something tells me we're going to Find one of those people. I do.
3: And you know why you guys were out there in Yuma until midnight? Because you were looking for people that crossed illegally. But guess what? According to this news report, let me read you the headline. U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, chairman of our committee, and House Republicans scour southern border, but don't find any illegal crossings. You-
2: so now nobody's crossing illegally. They couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. And... the. Uh, 7 million people that have influxed, arguably 17 million, because, you know, the gotaways and whatnot. That's a figment of your imagination. The cartel-style rapes, kidnappings, slaughters across the country, figment of your imagination. The tens of thousands of people that good governors have shipped to Democrat sewer areas, that's also a figment of your imagination. Sanctuary cities, they're all great. Greg in Lake Geneva. John, dittos, bud. You know, you were talking a little, just a second
10: ago about the whole the fentanyl yeah. overdoses. Yeah. And I had a relative years back that died of a opioid overdose. And for all the listeners out there, you, if you know anybody who's messing with pills and they think, ah, and it can't happen to me, you know what? They're, they have to think about the – they can't stop to themselves. Think about the loved ones who are going to be fined to you who are going to make that 911 call, who have to sit down at the corner and explain, have to pick up the pieces that you left them in shambles with. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for them. Stop. It's going to get you. Anyway, the reason I called, uh, the, the market today was up 400 points in the Dow, and, you know, buying, buying rates are sky high, you haven't seen them in years and years and years, and yet, still, uh, is it just a case of let's eat, drink and be married because tomorrow we're going to die? it's evidence.
2: It's evidence to me. To me, what it is. This is just my interpretation. That those companies okay. that make up the Dow Jones, you got to remember, it's thirty companies, whatever. They're uh, they're they know full well they're going to get the government money so they can mimic revenue. And they know full well they have the government favoritism because they will adopt the new tyranny of ESG. It's a corp- it's, it's a corruption index. It's not an actual market index anymore. Because if you look at any of the news, in particular the news that Joe Biden is going to once again go after companies that buy their own stock back, everything is bearish. The war in Ukraine is terrible. The Ukraines are yep. doing exactly what we all knew they would do. They're losing. And here... Who, who even knew? Is this played anywhere?
1: Bloodier battles begin in Bakhmut. Kiev's forces in the embattled city of Bakhmut are allegedly considering a strategic retreat, claimed economic advisor to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. They're broke.
2: They're losing the war. They've been losing the war the whole time. The whole nine yards are hundreds of billions of dollars wasted. Not to mention, over 150,000 people are dead in Ukraine and nobody wants it to stop, no diplomacy. So it's because the schemes are working, the money will flow, and at the same time the Federal Reserve raises rates for consumers like us, they will funnel more money to their corporatist corrupt partners. That's why the market's up, brother. That's my interpretation, but what do I know? I'm just a radio guy. Thank you, Greg and LaGrange, brother.
10: Michael, Southside, Mike. Hey, hey. uh, so this uh, this morning, you know, I was... uh driving up to Menards over there in Evergreen Park, and they were, like, Chicago police everywhere. Right. And uh, my wife, she takes uh, Devon to work from 103rd Street because she hates driving the highway. I mean, it's, like, literally 70 stoplights. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. So uh, so I'm at Menards. I'm like, you know, there's cops everywhere. And I'm like, and maybe it's a VIP. Maybe it's, you know, a VIP senator or whatever. Huh. And it was a VIP. It was the motorcade for the 32-year-old, Chicago police officer was slain in Gage Park on Wednesday.
2: It's just, it's just so upsetting, man. It's, uh, did you hear the nine one one call and, and and the saddest thing is, never had to happen. All the government had to do was put this scum away the way he should have been when they caught him, and they let him out. This kid was killed by a gang member. There's no question about it. But he was assisted by Kim Fox and the Cook County justice system, injustice system. Thank you very much, Mike you should follow your wife if you're driving around that area. In the meantime, I'll be back and then we're going to have a quick weekend. Quick weekend. Hang on, we'll be back after this.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. <laughs> AM 560, The Answer.
2: Just Wax waxing the Riviera. Uh, that car, I'll tell you what, a lot of action in that car. Toots, Ringwood, Illinois. Yes. Hi. Hi, Toots. <laughs> I love your show. You are just, you are so
4: right out there. Thank you. Um, I was listening to your last, whatever that was, um, and he was talking about that bill they want to pass to make a Oh my God! They shouldn't have the right
13: to take off anybody they want. They have their
2: own Jamie Raskin, the son of a Marxist, Marxist himself. Yes, yes,
13: yes. And and what my question is, um, didn't we just go through a bakery that didn't want to do out in Colorado? They didn't want to do a trans wedding, and they were forced to. Or am I wrong on? Maybe
2: no. They 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 won that case. They were they were they took it all the way to the Supreme Court. That was the website that you're talking about. Oh, I'm Um, sorry. Oh, So there's a difference. What you have to learn is in a government supremacy society, the people are slaves to it. The companies that um, that are involved with the government are always going to do very well they 're the favored companies the ones that aren 't will be persecuted. But what you have now is they get to hide behind the idea of private property rights when the the company is in bed with the government and they want to use it as censorship so yeah. they 're crafty but you know this is all something that's happened for decades. I mean, you would love, you want to you see something funny, read the 1936 Soviet Constitution and listen to the American Democrats. That's all they're running on. They're running on the old Bolshevik system of it's going to be great, just suck it out for a while. And, you know, they get a lot of people who don't like people who have more than them, and they're willing to turn to government. And that's what we're really doing. That's why, Toots, you got to run. Run, come down yeah, the floor. No You'll love it. No kidding. Top thank down, son. All right, thank you very much. Uh, have a good one. You too, Toots. All right, everybody have a good weekend. Everybody. How much time do I got, Squirrel? This is a good one. All right, we got to do meatloaf. I, I'm in the mood for some meatloaf. And remember, we win in the end. In the meantime, get to high ground if you can. If not, serpentine on your way to the car, because these Democrat rat bastards love the criminals far more than they love the honest good people or the cops. I'll be back on Monday. You have a safe weekend. Senhor